stop thinking about all the things in your head Stop thinking about all the things she said She said Something in the water told me in the water told me how to fall. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Something in the Water podcast. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin. I'm Sean Clark. I'm Connor Griffin. We got the Griffins and the Clark expedition going on this week. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, tripping it up, uh, shaking it up a little bit. We got... Uh, my son and the Pine Box Dwellers uh, drummer, Connor Griffin, in with us. And uh, we're just going to kind of see what happens here. Uh, oh, Hold on, well, Mason. look. <laughs> well, look at this. When did that get here? Surprise. Merry Christmas. This is uh, Pine Box Dwellers <laughs> beer comp, uh, from Peridolia. Well, can we start over? This sounds like... Yeah, throw it up to that camera. That's a close-up right there. You got the closest shot right there. We're too close. Back it up. Back it up. This is, uh, this is more of Sean Clark's original artwork oh, yeah, for the uh, Paradolia Brewing Company out of Sebastian, Florida. This is y'all's like second Pine Box Dwellers edition. Yeah, this of, one is uh, peach-flavored. Peach-flavored. <clears throat> Beer. It's not flavored. It's actually got peaches in it. It's called Knee Deep and Peaches. And I have not tried it yet. Uh, so four percent open. Four point seven percent alcohol by volume. Oh yeah. <laughs> Friend of y'all wondering at home. <clears throat> you got you one, Justin? Yeah. Ooh, sassy. Oh man. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. yeah. Good. Pete, you outdone yourself with this one. Yes, sir. Pete's good Shout guy. out to uh, Pete's good guy. Pete, what's his name? <sighs> Paradolia. Paradolia. Pete. Paradolia Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Pete of, of Paradolia Brewing Company in oh, uh, yeah. Sebastian, Florida. He's the one that uh, I guess he he designs the he. He brews. He brews. Yeah. He, he designs he up with the, the, the flavor, the recipe, and everything. Craft brew. He's a craft down in Sebastian, Florida. And uh, Connor, you look pretty badass in this uh, cartoon <laughs> uh, picture right here. Uh, apparently, you you messed up my beard there, or you messed up my neck. Well, now everybody knows. Well, I mean that's the story. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Don't look messed up to me. <laughs> Well, his, his beard's thicker there, but see, he's also, we're skeletons, and if you notice, he's not dead yet, so it, his beard might <laughs> yeah, come, he come in a little Yeah, he looks kind of He might come in a little That is so cool. Though. I'd like to steal the boots off of my Red and black rendition. cowboy boots. That's awesome. Yeah. And Sean's 
waist deep and pumpkins. <laughs> I guess those are, those I are guess peaches. Those are, uh, not pumpkins. <laughs> it looks like this is like that episode where we were talking about seagull guitars and you said there was a duck on it. <laughs> <laughs> looks like you're waist deep in derrieres. <laughs> That's some good beer. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah, it's got a good taste to it. Mm. Well, very summer. Summary. Summary. Summary says. So what's been going on with y'all? Same oh, old, same know. old. Y'all just playing, keep, man. Y'all just keep playing. Keeping the roads hot. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. We just got back from. Y'all have get, gotten more uh, week weekday gigs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's week- been coming up uh, on a lot of mm-hmm. y'all schedule. Doing private parties, private private events and stuff. And uh, cool. picking up some extra gigs we hadn't had before. Little yeah. Different venues and such. Let's see. You've been uh, mixing and mastering the record. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I know we've been talking about that for a while, but it's everything slowed down in the world. And, it's uh, happening, though. Yeah, uh, we're at the very final stages of getting this thing finished. And then we're going to pretty soon announce a release date. That'll be fun. Had a guy, some uh, friend that comes out and sees us play over uh, Jekyll a lot. I was, I said, man, we got this thing coming close. He goes, I, I can't even get excited about it anymore. <laughs> like, I've been waiting so long to hear it. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> His name is Paul. But, uh, it's, well, it's sounding really good. I'm, I'm really impressed. Is there a tentative date? Is there a roundabout date? I mean, where he, where is that now? We'll probably uh, release a <coughs> single or two. Like in the fall? I'd say late summer. Late summer. Okay. Maybe August at the <coughs> earliest. Well, that'd be good to look forward to. We got Charlie Chastain behind uh, everything Producing doing this, yeah, yeah. Waycross boy, he's a former Waycross and now living in uh, Athens mm-hmm. and working for the college, isn't he? Uh, no, it's not with the college, mm-hmm. but it is a school, a recording it's, school called mm-hmm. Tweed Recording. Okay, and uh, it's pretty badass uh, studio. There's a uh, three or four studios in there, like two big ones and two smaller ones, or can. More like mixing rooms, mm-hmm. and then they have a, of course, a school students, and uh, there's a concert room where they have like a um, smaller venue. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got cool. the uh, in the concert room <clears throat> right behind the stage. They got a stained glass window out of the from, Ryman. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's all we, lit up behind it. It's we're sitting cool. at. Uh, What's that place called? Takiria Tsunami or whatever? If you say so. Takiria. Takaria. I I never know how to pronounce it. It's uh, a Takaria. Takaria. There we go. That must mean restaurant or something in in Spanish. It's uh, because you see that on a lot of. But they always have tacos. I thought it had something to do with tacos. Takaria. It's T-A-Q. It's a a taco restaurant. It's like an Asian. It's a blend between uh, tacos and Asian food. It's kind of unique. But uh, we were sitting there eating lunch one day, and Sean's like, 
there's uh there's tweed right there you can see through to the Ryman window and it was like looked like it was glowing back there mm-hmm. it's pretty cool church yeah Iglesia <clears throat> um, <clears throat> well that's something that we can look forward to and uh, yeah uh, we we got an album title I guess this is good good a place as any to announce the name of it uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be called drifters blues all right which is a song that will also be on there one of the songs on there how many tracks are gonna be With on 12 there? tracks yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. i'm i'm really proud of it i mean not to not to sound biased but this is my favorite that we've ever even well done. the cool thing about it is that charlie uh, we like george too justin <laughs> He'll kick, you, he'll kick your ass, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 kind of like the old thing where if you want to have some dental work done, and it's you 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 go to a regular dentist in your hometown, it's going to be uh, thousands of dollars to have it done. But you can go to a <clears throat> University of Florida in Gainesville, <laughs> who has. Uh, uh, students in the dental field and some are at the top of their class and you can go down there for 180 dollars you can get the same procedure done you know is that what you're trying to say with what this? i'm trying to equate that is with charlie he's got this school of and he's got these students in the school that are learning the trade of of recording and y'all uh, pretty much looked up on being you know, having that the uh, uh, having the opportunity. Yeah, to, we were, we were invited up and uh, to be in the hands of he, the students. Yeah, he was yeah teaching a class cool. and needed some uh, a band. Oh, it in front sounds of him. great. Yeah, well, we didn't know what we were. We just going up there. He's like, "I'll give you the recordings." Well, yeah, we, we didn't few, even know we were making an album. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're just started with songs we haven't recorded yet, and uh, just me and Connor, and I uh, played all one day, and as that was kind of going really well. We all discussed, let's get some, we got another day in the studio. We kind of kicked out all these songs already. Let's <clears throat> add some layers and invite some, um, f- some friends and some session players in. And so we did that the next day and, uh, it's turning out pretty good. And the next mm-hmm. few times we've gone up, we've done some mixing or he, you know, we're just there when he's mixing and throwing our two cents in on it. And, mm-hmm. Now we're in the mastering stage and uh, sounding good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's a big Beatles fan too, that Charlie Chastain is. It's funny that uh, the day you came over, mm-hmm. you were looking at some, I think some of his Beatles stuff hanging up on the wall and you said, uh, have you ever done that George Martin technique where he slows the song down and then play? And he did it that very same day. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Coming in here. Yeah, he had just done it when you came and said that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like uh, to, to Beatles uh, aficionados, you know, you read all of the books and everything. You see that one over and over again. You, yeah. George, George Martin, while they – skipped out to lunch george martin nicked into the studio and he said <laughs> now slow it down slow it down oh don't 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 don't, don't tell the boys don't 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 
it's a technique in the studio where you can slow the speed way down and play this very difficult lick that you could not do otherwise in real time and then speed it back up after you've done it and it sounds normal. George Martin. Uh, speaking of the Beatles, let's see, this podcast will be out August 1st or possibly no, July, 15th. July 15th. That's yeah. right. July right 15th. We're calling all time travelers. Okay. So July 15th, <laughs> that means, well, how, how, do, how does it feel to be uh, 29 years old? I don't know. I hadn't got there quite yet. <laughs> Actually, you did uh, uh, eight days ago. Well, damn. Has my yeah. whole life been alive? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... When's, when's this... my real birthday, Dad? <laughs> July 7th. And uh, this podcast just came out uh, today, July the 15th. Okay, there we and, go. And uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, you've been 29 for eight days. Tell me about it. <laughs> Don't feel much different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Every time I think of 29, I think of this uh, Led Zeppelin show. Jimmy Page just, uh, not Jimmy Page, Robert Plant just, I don't know what song it even was. I think uh, he, he just went crazy. He just started going, 29, 29, over and over and over into the mic. I'm like, <laughs> all right then. Did he ever say why or why that's meant? No idea. No idea. But strange. Um well, July seventh, speaking of the Beatles, July seventh was the Beatles drummer's birthday too. George. <laughs> it reminds me of that time. That hurts. This couple from Blackshear invited me and Lynn to go with them to see the Eagles in concert in Jacksonville. And uh um we were sitting there and it was there uh it was that tour where they started off with the well randy not including randy meisner the bass player the original bass player but it was don henley glenn fry timothy b schmidt and bernie ledden the original mm -hmm. you know first Oh, and Don, and Don, no, this was after Don Felter had flew the coop. Uh, but you had them playing the early hits off of the Bernie Ledden albums. And then they took a break and they came back with Joe Walsh and, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, played the rest of the Eagle hits with the, those guys. Yeah, we were sitting there and, uh, this guy from Blackshear taking an uh, intermission, the lights come up, and all these people are in front of us and behind us. And he sits there and blurts out real loud. He says, Hey, Dave, I thought you said Don Henley was in the Eagles. <laughs> and I said, Well, yeah, he was up there. <laughs> that old last set singing his butt off. <laughs> George, the drummer. <laughs> Play me a song, Dave. You're right. You're writing a lot, aren't you? Here lately, I've got a few. Y'all, uh, tell them about what we've been doing on Deep End with the uh, songwriting sessions. Oh, yeah, well, we've done yeah. I think two episodes like this. Yeah, 
on on our Patreon where we it's me and Dave and we hit record and we write a song. We've done that twice now. Yeah, usually uh Sean, you've you've had both of the ideas for it, but usually we'll come in with an idea. A line or a just but, I mean, even that what we name we, of a song. We weren't even planning it. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's totally blank palette you know and we (laughs) we aspire to write a song writing writing ain't easy i mean i mean sometimes it is sometimes it is sometimes it's hit and miss Mm -hmm. but we can be at the house you know and have somebody come over with the intent of getting a song down you know and you'll just sit there and look at each other the whole night (laughs) You know, but uh, both of those deep ends. Well, I like. I felt like we were, were pretty more, successful. We were more under under the gun of having the cameras. Maybe rolling. that was it. Maybe just the fact that. But I would say, I would say eighty percent, maybe more than that. Uh, with me and you sit down with the intent to write a song, we usually do. There's very few times that we're just like, oh, we got nothing. Yeah, especially if we're passionate about something, you know, if it's just got like uh But well, we, we don't we don't do it all the time either, as much as you know we used mm-hmm. to, but uh when we do get together, it's usually one of us has something already started or mm-hmm. or we got an idea of what we want to do. But me and Connor's been getting there too, writing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh Seems like that's being more and more comfortable as we do it more. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's uh well, it's a great it's a great uh hobby. Well let's swap well, some songs back and forth. Let's see. I don't know what I've got. If anything here, let's see. I'm gonna use your leg there. Uh Oh, you know what? I, uh, yeah, I did uh, have to get a new notebook. This is my wife's loaned me. Whoa. <laughs> and anyhow, I sat down the other night and uh, got everything together. And, uh, so, but the thing about it is the newer songs, I can't remember what they were, but they're alphabetized, so I'd have to go through the whole thing to try to find a new song. But while I'm doing that, <laughs> why don't you play something? I was about to say that about five minutes ago when you was talking about this. <laughs> you want us to go ahead and play one? Uh, so if y'all got something. Y'all have already done. Uh, Microphone. Y'all, y'all have already done Creature of Habit, right? On yeah, the yeah that was, on that, that was one of them that we wrote on, on the deep end. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about, um, let's do Stop Thinking. Yeah, this is one uh, Connor and I have written here lately. Well, about six okay. months ago or something like that. It's called Stop Thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
do is forget And let the bad times slip away Stop thinking with your heart in your hand It's only gonna drag you around Keep on smiling as the ship is sinking down No one's calling my bed Nobody's calling me anyhow So what's the use in regret If I never let my feelings out Stop thinking with your heart in your hand It's only gonna drag you down The party's over and the band is leaving town Stop thinking about all the things in your head Stop thinking about all the things she said Stop thinking with your heart in your hand It's only gonna drag you around on smiling as the ship is sinking down Stop thinking with your heart in your hand It's only gonna drag you down The party's over and the band is leaving town That's 60s <laughs> With a little, yeah. um, little bit of Tom Petty. Little bitty Tom Petty. <laughs> little bitty Tom Petty. Okay, this is this is it. This is one that I. Uh, recently wrote. Let's see. Well, honey. It's called Dosey Do Again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Well, honey, don't you think we might Dosey Do again? Dance like lovers till the chickens and the cows come home. Honey, don't you think we might Dosey Do again? Play with one another to stay all night long. We can pretend it's the 4th of July. Shoot a little love in the midnight sky. We'll let the whole world know it's true. You love me, I love you. Ain't about time we'll go a little while. Take off our clothes, throw them in a pile. Let's not worry about the neighbors see. Hell, they all know about the birds and bees. Honey, don't you think we might get those again? Dance like lovers till the chickens and the cows come home. Honey, don't you think we might get those again? Play with one another and stay up all night long. 
Apples to oranges, nickels to dimes Honey, you and me know how to have a good time Fruits low hanging, it ain't rotten There ain't nothing we forgot Said fruit on the vine might be hanging low If you got the feeling I'm willing to go Put the pine box dwellers on the stereo Turn the lights down low while we do she do Honey, don't you think we might do she do again We'll dance like lovers to the chickens and the cows come home Hey, honey, don't you think we might do she do again Play with each other and stay up all night long we're gonna play with one another, stay up all night long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. You said uh, Pine Box Drillers on the stereo. So uh, what would what song would be playing during all that with the lights down low? Which Pine oh, Box Drillers well, original would you, I would don't you know. say? Let's see. It'd probably have to <laughs> be. Is, is it weird? Is a uh, hell counting on some love music, but it's your son. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it depends on what format. I mean, I did say I stereo, bet which goes back to it's probably eight track. Uh, yeah, you know, don't y'all are, are available in eight track. Well, we're working on it. <laughs> I don't even think we're available I, in eight counties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it when it's right in the middle of. Uh, whatever song that is, truck stops. And it goes and changes, <laughs> right? <laughs> the right. track, <laughs> and then it comes back in, it bleeds up, and it goes. So Con yeah, Connor, yeah. you haven't yeah. played this uh, your song on here, have you? The, uh, Which one? Among the Years. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do that one. What's it called? Already it's gone. It's called Already Gone. It's uh, and it's not the Eagles. It's not the Eagles song. No. So don't get excited, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote uh, one called Take It Easy. <laughs> I also wrote one called I'm So Tired and. I wrote one uh, called the Free, Beatles. Yeah. I wrote one called Freebird. <laughs> but it's not that one, y'all. It's not that one. It's free as a bird. Yeah. <laughs> wrote, one, wrote one called Wagon Wheel. <laughs> hey, wrote, write, uh, play that Sweet Home Alabama for us. <laughs> one good time. Sweet Home Alabama. I oh, got there's one, already one called I that, got one it? better. I wrote Hotel California. <laughs> it's not that one. Not that one. This one's different. <laughs> but uh, this is Connor's song called Already Gone. Again. Again. <laughs> Already. I'm only worried about pleasing what's in front of me But I'm not thinking what's in front of me always leaves Instead I'm dreaming about building mansions out of sand Not even paying heed to the hurricane 
hurricane I'm in If I could really pluck my heart straight out, you know I would And this brain of mine is not doing me any good If I had half the courage just to lead you out alone Maybe now I'd have a piece that I could call my own In times of trouble, I don't have no one to comfort me No Mother Mary in the sky gon' have no sympathy All I know is that if someone somewhere really cares Then they'd scoop me up out on my self-righteous despair I know those fleeting, so I'm just searching for something true I leave my light on all the time in case you're looking to I keep on singing, hoping that you listen to my song But each time I get to sing it, you're already gone A lot of uh, interesting stuff happening in the songwriting process of that one. Yeah. Well, um, walk us through it, man. Walk us through it. <laughs> the uh, the second verse about plucking my heart straight out. Um, I was trying to think of like what could come next. The brain line came next pretty naturally, but I was like stuck on that third line, and I started thinking this has a this whole verse has a Wizard of Oz theme running along, like mm. heart brain mm -hmm. and i was like courage there you go and then uh the verse after that was if you took the first verse of let it be and made everything the opposite yeah, that was something we were talking about well, one day. yeah like if you took a song <clears throat> an existing song and uh when i find myself in times of trouble mother mary, mary crossed me and just flip it around yeah. to say the opposite things so what would that be well, uh, just to fit it with the song, I said, in times of trouble, I don't have no one to comfort me. Okay. No Mother Mary in the sky don't have no sympathy. That's just the only part about that. But mm -hmm. it, was, it, was, cool. it was fun. It was a fun exercise. Mm -hmm. let's, take re let's, take, let's take Free Bird and like dissect it, dissect it and <laughs> turn everything around backwards. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bad love <laughs> it's been a bad hate <laughs> and 
<laughs> I Not realize. with the same chords. <laughs> and uh, you're an emu or an ostrich, or you can't fly. <laughs> I ain't no free-range chicken anymore. I love that that part about songwriting process. Uh, you got people that can can talk about it like, yes, it's get up at six in the morning, pour myself pour myself a cup of coffee. The swamp's coming up over the swamp. Swamp's coming over the swamp, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> I say swamp first. Smoke a pack of cigarettes and write a song, or they got you got them that are Nashville. You know, clock in and go to their cubicle, yeah. and sit there eight, uh, nine to five, and and do the same thing. I always love like what you were talking about challenges, a challenge, challenge yourself, or either somebody else will challenge you to to do something based on a subject matter, or you can challenge yourself to say, all right, I'm going to write this song. You know, what I did during the, uh, the lockdown, COVID lockdown, is I would uh, watch movies, watch a lot of movies, but I would watch them with the credits on. I mean, not the credits, the captions <laughs> on. Yeah. The captions on. And uh, uh, every now and then, depending on the movie, you know, you just, you, you weren't, so, well, you could turn the volume down actually and watch too. That's even better because that way you're just, you're just reading. It's like reading a book or something, you know, you're reading the captions and, and there was one movie that came on that was, uh, the caption were very inspirational and worked itself into a song, but all kinds of, uh, the process is basically the same, but inspiration can come from Anywhere. all yeah. over the place. Bumper sticker. A bumper sticker, mm -hmm. a conversation in, that you're standing behind in Walmart checkout line or what have you. <laughs> Ray Wiley Hubbard driving by a snake farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, uh, the wildest ones are like... Uh, uh, Towns Van Zant dreaming an entire song. If I needed you, yeah, he, he, and and wake up and write it, and just roll over and grab the little pencil and sheet of paper and write the whole thing, chords and everything. So he said, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, that's, I, that's I don't, tough. I don't buy. It. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, no lie. He Paul was, McCartney and yesterday, yeah. The melody. Yeah. He dreamed of the melody. Scrabbled it. It was there. It was there when he woke up and he went straight to the piano. And he said, uh, what do I want to eat today? Scrambled eggs. Yeah, he, he put scrambled eggs in there to hold the meter mm -hmm. to remind him of the melody. Bum, ba, bum, 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 Scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Until he could come up with the actual... Mm -hmm words that he knew he needed same thing with greg allman he was couldn't figure out what to call the girl in melissa and he was in a grocery store one day 
And he looked down at the cashier and just, hi. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It said, sweet Melissa. He, I'm a golden it. god. <laughs> you know that, Will that story? you write a song about me if I bag your groceries? <laughs> <laughs> Can I bag you? Groceries. Uh, can I bag you? Groceries. <laughs> can I eat your groceries? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, Lord. All kinds of. What you got? You got something you've been working I'm, on, man? Well, I'm, j- I'm sure that uh, there was more than. Uh, this is one that I hadn't put to music yet, but I, I will save that to later. That's going to be a good up-tempo when I don't write that many up-tempos. <laughs> so I want to be ready when when it do, when it do come, come, come around. Uh, shoot. Uh, well, uh, you got one? Mm-hmm. You want me to play one? Yeah, play another one. Play another one. While you're looking at the Sears Road Book? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Creature of Comfort, we wrote that on one of the deep ends. Creature uh-huh. of Comfort? Yeah. Creature, creature of Habit. <laughs> creature creature, creature of Comfort. Creature Habit. Yeah, so anyway, that was one of them that we wrote on the deep end. And uh, we've even did some fine tweaking on it since that night. And I don't think we, you know, we haven't played it since on the podcast. That'd be good. And definitely not on the regular one. So this is one me and Dave wrote on there on our deep end Patreon. And if you'd like to see that whole thing go down, you can join. It's only $5. It's worth it. Yeah. And we're about to send everybody some ooh, t-shirts. Ooh. Some something in the water t-shirts just as soon as we get them printed up. Get Along them back. with some other, some other, some other little goodies. Swag, some merchandise. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe I won't mess this up. I haven't played it too many times out. But. Every morning with my coffee and green Stare a hole in the carpet like the holes in my dreams I wait for the mailman to bring me the news Tie a knot in my noose and lace up my shoes I'm a creature of habit and I'm stuck in a rut Near the foot of a rabbit might bring me not what I wanted just happens to be I'm a man on a mission inside a routine I'm a punch in the clock I'm a hitting the line I'm a pinching the pennies I'm a rolling the dime I'm a creature of habit and I'll never 
break free like a zombie cat vampire's brains disease. I'm a creature of habit and I'm stuck in a rut. A head full of a rabbit might bring me good luck. It's not what I wanted, it just happens to be. Harmony sounds good, too. In that. Maybe that one will be on the next. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. I'm, first time session. I've heard it since the deep end. Sounds Does it sound like, a lot different now? I can't remember what all we've changed since then. Well, no, I mean, it's the same well, feel. Well, it sounds... Sounds done. Done, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Sounds, yeah. sounds like it's finished. You passed by one of them that was like name of a philosopher and then name of a musician. Yeah, yeah, that one ain't never come come to. I well, can got, I make a Dave request? Yeah, I ain't got no confidence in that one. <laughs> Have you? Can you do song on the vein? I can. Man, I'm just looking it. for any new ones. That what's I, the one you do on the stagecoach shows with uh, try, the, the backing try. Try that one. Try that out. <clears throat> you don't look through the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, they're in alphabetical order. Well, and uh, it's just hard. <laughs> it's I hard can't, to pick a letter. <laughs> I, can't re- I, can't I can't remember what, the what I just wrote a couple of weeks ago and where it would fall in here. Used to put well. There you go. There's a date down there. Yeah, I could do it. I could do them chronologically. Well, well if date. I said song in the vein, you can't just go to song. Oh in yeah, the vein. I can do that. I was just looking for the newer ones to jump out at me. This uh, uh, there was one in here that that was fairly new, and I done forgot what it was now. Uh, okay. So which yeah. one's this? Song in the rain. Song in the vein. Vein. Oh, I thought you was going to a new one. Well, I can't. I, you just there's... requested song in the vein. Mm-hmm. They got these things called iPads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm putting it off. Cause sure as hell, I buy me one and they'll replace it with something new. Oh, that's. They already replaced that book with something new. And are you still using it? It's one of my favorite songs. Not even by you, but just one of my favorites. Ever. There's a song in the vein 
Like a train in my brain Keeps pushing through pain To find me again There's a song in the soul Where secrets lie cold Of a heart black as coal That cries I'm digging in darkness where light never shines, begging forgiveness from love's left behind. Searching to find the pieces in my peace of mind. There's a song in the ground. Yearns to be found with a cold mournful sound. No teardrops can drown. There's a song in the vein, love's lost in pain, demons unslain. Begging forgiveness from love's left behind. Like a coal miner searching to find pieces of my peace of mind. The pieces of my peace of That's the old ode to the songwriter. 2007. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I wrote a song about writing songs. Did you? Not as good as that one. But uh, set it free. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You always said it sounds like a... Um, Loving Spoonful. Yeah, yeah, it's got that song. flavor to it. It's going to be on our new album coming up. Do mm-hmm. it. Do it. Y'all do that one. You got much singing on that one? Hmm? You got much singing on that one? Of course. In the second verse, part of it. Cool. 
something hiding there below these strings Beneath this wood there's some dark things We can't pretend like we just don't see The scratch of the cat, the bark of the tree Whoa, whoa, it's me I couldn't let it be Keep on picking and it's gonna bleed or rattle this cage And then I set it free A haunting melody can give you a fright Like abandoned skeletons led to the light To drum out your past in rhythm and rhyme 27 devils tap dancing in time Whoa, whoa, is me I couldn't help but see Between these lines there's a whole lot of grief But I rattled this cage And then I set it Free to roam Out on this song I gotta set this piss free, but y'all can carry on. Oh, let's just take a break. Yeah, we'll be right back, folks. We could have just took a break. Study beat you being all vulgar and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I got something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way. Something in the water taught me how to pray. Well, we're back, and while we were on break, we were just talking about our album, getting mastered and whatnot, and we got an email from Charlie, and we decided we're going to play play it on the air or on the podcast here. And this is one of, this one this of is, the new ones? This is one of the new ones that'll be on the mm-hmm. album. This is the first listen anywhere. All right. Uh, this is this song is Neon Rain. This is a song that me and Dave wrote, actually, at your house. No, this wasn't that Jason? Nope, me and you wrote Neon Rain because we were looking up. Uh, I, I had two verses, and then I went to your house, 
We wrote the chorus what is in the Jason third verse. Song Rainbows on the pavement. Rainbows yeah. on the pavement. Okay, now I got you. I got you. This that's is the last we, album we googled, and <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's the last album we're talking. About this album. <laughs> this is song. Uh, I don't know why I give Dave credit. He can't remember. Neon rain. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, remember, we, yeah, we looked, yeah, up, some we were th- we looked up some voodoo stuff. We were like, "What about?" Because it, it felt oh, real New Orleans. That kind of come into the third verse, yeah, or the last and, verse, uh, whatever. So yeah, here we go. Pine Box Dwellers' new CD debut. As yet. Preview. Neon Rain.
That's excellent. What's the Lord. All right, so let me bend the odd man out here. Mm -hmm. Since y'all are in the band, let me make some uh, observations. Number one, um, uh, your the 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 words that you brought into this song when you came to the house that night. Those first uh, verses, two right? verses, excellent. That's just uh, word imagery that uh, 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 some of the finest. Cracked egg frying on a hot a summer, summer bumper. bumper. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, second, your harmony. Is that you yeah. all the yeah. way through there? I swear to God. Y'all, Sound like Dave. Y'all been. No, no, no. He sounds like you was my observation. What? Really? Yeah. On the first half of the chorus. Now I can hear it on the second two lines of the chorus. I hear you. But the first two lines of the chorus, I was sitting here debating is that you harmonizing with yourself huh so y'all are really rubbing that behind closed doors y'all are really rubbing on each rubbing off on each (laughs) other (laughs) i'm telling you that's what playing together does it's almost like sibling harmony all right three sibling harmony uh patent that three uh charlie chastain Remarkable mastering job, but he also, I think he played something on this. That clickety clackety keyboard stand. He's playing drumsticks on a keyboard stand. On a keyboard stand. And that was after the fact that we'd already laid down everything. All right, the other musicians in it. Matt Pistol. Yeah, Matt Stosel is Pistol. He goes by Pistol. He's playing the pedal steel. And uh, the studio knew him. Uh, we didn't. Okay. But we met him through doing it. And that hired, steel hired sound that he's getting yeah. there is so 70s. He's in high demand. He's yeah. getting, he's getting he's playing with somebody now. Right? He, he, he's, he's he plays better. regularly with Faye Webster, who's an, yeah. uh, a pretty coming. famous somebody Atlanta artist. Big, yeah. They've been opening up for Wilco. And, uh, yeah, he played like with that. Wilco, too. That's awesome. And, and Travis uh, Page was Travis that. played that little acoustic from, from uh, the Page lead. Brothers. Yeah, he was just on that lead part. That was that was nice. And uh, mm-hmm. Paul Lee on the bass. Paul was on the bass. Yeah, on, <laughs> on the whole album. Oh hell! And it made uh, me like it even more. Then that was a uh, Connor on the <clears throat> bills. No, not on that one. Oh, that was that was a no, that was Charlie. That was Charlie yeah. on that one. Okay. Well, the last observation is uh, I'm I'm glad that I was a part of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that thing that, song gave me chills, man. Listen to the to the professionalism of the whole, the mix, I, everything yeah. about it. You know, I'm just glad to have written some words in it. Well, you, Which you ones wrote, did you uh, contribute? Uh, we did the chorus, the chorus together. And the, the last verse we worked out together. Uh, and I, I, I remember like... I can when I'm listening to it, I'm like, yeah, that was my line, that was Dave's line. Yeah, yeah. you know. But I remember we did go to Google in there, and we were we were looking at everything, uh, damn, uh, rock bottom, uh, down and out, New Orleans, gamblers' hands, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, and we got off to that foul mouth goddess. That's what we saw online. We were looking at some voodoo uh, stuff, and it was we found something that was a foul mouth goddess, and we're like, well, well, that's going in there. Yeah. (laughs) And the way we incorporated is foul mouth goddess. If there ever was a thing, if there ever was a thing, that was us putting it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a foul mouth goddess if there ever, if was, there a ever was a thing. <laughs> and then uh, you got me bleeding on the sidewalk in the neon yeah. ring. That was great, y'all. Really good. Good stuff. We're excited about I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I can't wait. Well, we're going to do a little tale of the week now. And uh, hold on to you. Strap yourself in. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. We've talked about songwriting, the songs all night long. Uh, this kind of continues the theme. Ain't that computer a fascinating addition to the modern home or house trailer? You can go anywhere and find anything on it, unless it starts with an S and ends with an X. <laughs> I can spend hours upon hours chasing childhood memories, discovering new subjects for thought, seeing what my friends ate for supper on Facebook, and deleting spam from my email account, so long as Firefox don't crash and my hard drive keeps on spinning. Every now and again, I'll start feeling a little nostalgic for the early songs of my innocent youth, songs that moved me as a child for whatever reason and still resonate in my musical soul all these many years later. So I just click on YouTube and watch the time melt away. My earliest memories stem from listening to Daddy's diverse album and 45 RPM collection. I Got Stripes by Johnny Cash. I was arrested Uh on a Tuesday. I was probably about three or four years old. No, you can just dial the the music down as a you can just fade it a little bit there. I was about three or four years old when Daddy. Now, of course, Daddy had these records all along, you know. But this was some of my early, earliest, earliest song memories right here. And this next one was uh, Webb Pierce Tupelo County Jail. Written by Mel Mel Tillis. Tillis. Come on and write back, write me a letter. Send that letter by mail. Send that letter. So he was the one that owned the uh, guitar swimming pool is Webb Pierce. Who did we say it was one I think I said thought it was Hank Snow or somebody like that. There's probably more than more than him that did. Old stuttering Mel Tillis wrote this song, God Rest His Soul. And the cowboy song of all cowboy songs. By Marty Robbins. I was about to say, it must be Marty Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord, I can't tell you. Just all of these songs that I'm going to reference in this. Out in the West Texas. 
in this tale of the week do the same thing to me every, every time I hear them. It just, first it grabs me by the heart and then it just channels me like a, <laughs> through a black hole. The whole passing through time, passing through time is just, wow, it gives chills, you know, because they meant so much to me. One of the standouts for me was a record by Percy Faith and his orchestra called Theme from a Summer Place, a beautiful instrumental that was all over the radio from September 1959 to April 1960. Fifty-nine and sixty. This, this yeah. is what I would call elevator music. You, you, yeah, it was definitely that. It's actually a well. I'll say Our family had just moved back to the U.S. from Tripoli, Libya, in March of 1960, and I recall hearing the song in both places. My love for the song spanned two continents: <laughs> Africa and America. Originally titled the Molly and Johnny theme for the movie A Summer Place, starring Sandra Dee and Troy Donahue, the Billboard Book of Number One Hits called it the most successful instrumental single of the rock era. So, wow. go ahead on. I've, I've <laughs> definitely heard it a lot. Yeah, I know. It's a beautiful, beautiful memory. By the age of eight, I had a transistor radio of my own played it way down low underneath my pillow at night, mesmerized by songs like Deep Purple. Now this, uh, these two people right here, you'll see a picture of them in just a second. They were a brother and sister group. And I've seen uh, other YouTube videos of them in live performance. And they don't act like brothers and sisters. <laughs> and we both very nice looking. She's a... Uh, Very uh, uh, gifted singer and and uh, she sound good. She look good. Yes, she do. Mm -hmm. uh, Dale Shannon's "Runaway" was another big one for me and my brother Gary. Personally, we bought this one down at the run, run, Wear run, Tire. Run, run away. That's and good. There, that was it. That was the record label. Still, to this day, that big old big top. Pink. And you'll notice in this, there's a Farfisa. Or it's, it's a real wicked uh, 
keyboard solo. Got to hear a little bit of it, because that's the whole song. But that relates to the very next song we're going to play. Because the, the man who was responsible for this next song coming up <coughs> was an English-British record producer by the name of Joe Meek. He was very much into electronic uh, sounds, uh, semi-novelty records, although this I wouldn't consider this one or the next one a novelty, this and that. At eight years old, or 1961, you never heard anything like that as, yeah. as a kid on the radio. This is like, wow, blew my mind a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. It was that sound, and now this, that's almost like a synthesizer. Yeah. This next song, same guy, Joe Meek, the producer from uh, England, had his hands all over this one, too, and... Uh, this is pretty cool. This is a live thing. <laughs> uh, a group called the Tornadoes. They were British also. It's instrumental. Called Telstar. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it looks like it's from another planet. Mm -hmm. That looks like what you see right before the nuclear bombs dropped on you. <laughs> <laughs> you see that guy's he's playing a Farfisa. Farfisa organ has black keys and white are the major keys were black and the, the flat and sharps were white. So it was the opposite of regular keyboard. This was huge because, you know, the early 60s was the beginning of the space age. Yeah. And that sounded so good coming out of them radio speaker in the in the car. Looks <laughs> why they had this guy back there in this shop. What has he got? A tambourine? I think he no, just, I think he just tapped his finger. Yeah. I'm the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> he literally was there just for that. I guess. Just, for just that. to keep them in time. He, he's behind orchestra yeah. orchestrator. Whatever. Oh my gosh. What do you call him? Conductor. Conductor. Yeah, conductor. Here, yeah. Orchestrators. That's what we're calling down here. I don't know. That was a fabulous song to me also. And one more from that early early time, around the age of eight, was Sherry by the Four Seasons, Sherry. which featured Frankie Valley, the little short guy. Annette Vunicella. Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley and Annette Bunichella. She wasn't on the song. That was uh, Frankie Avalon. Oh, that was Frankie Avalon. Yeah. 
that was kind of a novelty or a new thing was to have a male singer sing that high. He sang so high the dogs would be circling around the house in a half panic. <laughs> in early 1963, I first heard the syncopated bass snare guitar intro to Andy Williams' big hit, Can't Get Used to Losing You, and was moved by the desperation of the lyrics. The song was written by Jerome Doc Thomas Guess there's no use in hanging around and Mort Schumann. Guess I'll get dressed and do the town. Successful songwriting team responsible for a lot of big hits. Including Dion and Belmont's Teenager in Love, The Drifters, This Magic Moment, Save the Last Dance for Me, and Elvis's Viva Las Vegas and Little Sister and Suspicion. These two, Doc Palmas and Mort Schumann, wrote all those fantastic songs. I'm pretty sure that we've all experienced the scientific phenomenon of how certain sounds and smells can trigger emotional memories. Well, if you're a hyposmiac or anosmiac, then maybe not. Would you call me? <laughs> but it happens to me all the time. When I hear Elvis singing, it's now or never. I'm magically transported to the memory of me and Gary in our pajamas and a Baptist pallet laid out in the rear of a Ford station wagon as Daddy pressed the tires slowly through the gravel drive of the Georgia Drive-In Theater in Albany. It's about dusk when the sun's going down and all that drive-in neon is coming up. That was exactly the memory. That's playing on the drive-in speakers. I also remember fondly a 1962 summer vacation night in Fernandina Beach, Florida. Standing outside Moore's Grocery, surrounded by cousins, and hearing Nat King Cole's smooth vocals on Ramblin' Rose coming out of the skate rink windows. Rose. I can still Rose. smell the salt water. Why you? Boy, I tell y'all, it was a good job. <laughs> I just can't Why help but say, I wasn't but 10 years old that's when the Beatles came blistering over to radio airwaves just a few short months after JFK was gunned down in Dallas, Texas. An ironic 60s combination of sadness and joy, making us all feel a little older and less innocent. And it was this song right here, it just... Just Whew. Oh yeah Tell you something I think you'll That right there changed 
<laughs> saved the world. It really did. Changed so many people's lives. People older than me. Uh, talk about that moment that they, well, that they watched it on TV, like this clip right here, the same song was on February 9th, 1964, Ed Sullivan Show, and we all laid in the living room floor and watched history happen. I've heard so many quotes from people like uh, generation that was ahead of me by a few years, like the uh, Bruce Springsteen's and uh, folks like that say that when they saw this, they knew what they wanted to do. <laughs> you know, just a time shift, a sea change. And it was fantastic. It was just, it was black and white as that right there. But we saw these guys, and that was, that was long hair. <laughs> In 64, that was long ass hair right there. <laughs> but the big difference in what everything else was happening was that they were self-contained, they wrote their own songs, they sang their own songs, they played their own music. That was the big difference. And just like uh, April Stevens of Deep Purple the other, uh, a while ago, they look good and they sounded good. <laughs> look, that's uh, from the TV boppers to the grown women. <laughs> It was a remarkable time. This was the first song they played on the show? No, the first song was All My Loving. Mm -hmm. okay. This is the song that Dylan thought they were saying, I get high, yeah. I get high. Right. It's like, what do you mean you don't get high? Sing <laughs> about getting high. <laughs> well, we've heard about it, but... Uh, have you tried it? <laughs> but we were saying, I can't hide. <laughs> Surely. Oh, we're singing, I get high. Everything in I this. Uh, I get by. Really? I get I by. Can't, I can't hide. Everything I, hide. I can't, I can't hide. hide. Yeah. yeah. Was, I thought it was. Wow. I get by. I get, I get by. <laughs> I get by, I get by with a little help. Yes, the joys of modern technology are only outweighed by the pleasant, nostalgic memories triggered by smell and sound. Problem is, I stay up way past bedtime with a tired nose and worn out ears. <laughs> well, oh my hey gosh, that was. Ooh, we ought to do. Y'all need to do that sometime on an episode. Just pick out your your most. Oh yeah. Seminal inspirations uh, from your childhood on, you know, up to about. I can, do, year, I can do a, 10 years old or I can something. Do a tale and we, of the could, we should do the uh, <laughs> tale of the meat. <laughs> we could do another uh, YouTube collage. That would be yeah. awesome. Won't you tell them about uh, 
what they used you make used to make everybody call you when you was little. Are you looking at me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hell, John Lennon. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> well, <laughs> that's for another podcast. What about that was? <laughs> that's going to be on. Uh, uh, that's actually on next month's podcast. It is. is. It? Yeah, with Jesse and Alina oh, here because. Okay. I did the tale of the week about you. Oh, okay. okay. You know, and that's going to be so a little off kilter because I did it thinking that. You're doing it for his birthday, but. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, something, something or another there. Anyhow, it is, it's, it's, it's the tale of the week about your birthday. Well, just so we're not babbling. Uh, when Connor was yeah, little. Yeah. I, I, uh. I raised my I raised my hand in second grade. I was about God knows seven, 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 seven maybe. And uh, with a fake British accent, I said, uh, "I no longer want to be referred to as Connor. You can call me John Lennon. <laughs> I sailed to the United States from Liverpool on a yellow submarine." <laughs> <laughs> you said that. I said, I said that at some point. I don't know when oh, it was, but, well, but Lord, folks, we really, yeah, me, on that note, <laughs> me and Mama and brothers and sisters had to deal with that on a oh, yeah. ongoing basis. Oh yeah, all day long. He never changed. He never shifted characters. <laughs> his brother, one of his brothers, got so pissed off at him. They would be in there said, "Connor, stop." Please stop it. And he and just keep on keeping on. I got a bowl of mac and cheese dumped on my head one time. Yeah. Was... yeah. And he still didn't stop. I think I'm what... yellow. <laughs> his mama was a big champion of it. Y'all, now let him have his imagination. Now, yeah, yeah. She went down to the school and talked to your second grade teacher who called us about that, ep- uh, that incident. And, uh, your mama said, okay, you've described what happened. Now, uh, outside of that, is he doing his work? Well, yes, ma'am. Uh, is he causing any problems? Well, n- not really. Well, so just let him have his fun, his imagination, as long as it's not disrupting anything, you're able to Teach your class without it's just that when he talks, he talks with a British accent. <laughs> I mean, there could be plenty of transfer students coming uh, over. Yeah. You gonna tell them to you gonna call them mamas too? <laughs> so mama was a big champion of the imagination until <laughs> until oh God, when? Yeah, you started referring to you oh, yeah, started yeah, yeah, changing, yeah. calling her Julia, which was John Lennon's dead mama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at that point, she freaked out and yeah. said, oh, no, 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 no. And then that's when you changed. Connor, from- stop it. <laughs> and, and, and John Lennon didn't have a dog, so I called him Paul McCartney. Stuff. <laughs> you called our dog Martha? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Martha, my, my dog. <laughs> yeah, at that, that point, I think you finally moved on from John Lennon to uh, the donkey and Shrek. 
Yeah. That's my, I remember that. That's my favorite era. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you yeah. you were around when Connor yeah. was growing up. Yeah. All this time, so you remember a lot of these sure. memories. <laughs> You're like, come on now, Shrek, I don't be playing no games. <laughs> oh, boy, thank God. Do you sure. remember the... Uh, That'll do, donkey. I think it was... Might have been, it was one of the first four years that we had the guitar pool in the backyard. Uh, and you played at all of them. But do you remember the year that we cranked the uh, mm -hmm. CD player up and put the anthology had a, uh, uh, just the soundtrack version without lyrics of Within You, Without You. Yeah. And he, well, he got on it. a microphone and added the lyrics to it. Yeah, that was amazing. It was like five-year-old. So it must have been 98, 98 or 99. And you and uh, these people were, you were jaw-dropping folks left and right. Who's this little kid? <laughs> Who's this little kid singing? <laughs> Within you, without you, one of the most obscure yeah. <laughs> sitar-driven songs off of the Sergeant So Peppers. passionate about it. <laughs> He's like, listen. <laughs> hey, and your pitch. Yeah, you had to pitch even back then. You were right on, spot on. It was just, you expected George Harrison, you heard this tiny voice. <laughs> we were talking about the way. Yeah. All the good stuff. Well, folks, uh, we appreciate y'all watching. We're glad to come at you twice a month. Um, this has been Something in the Water. We and uh, just to reiterate, this is a little bit of what we do on the deep end. Yeah, kind of, sort of. It's more yeah. of a hang. Yeah, it's a little laid back, little uh, uh, hair down, um, mm -hmm. and little go with the flow, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so if and if people want to watch that, how can they do it? Well, you can subscribe. Just go to uh, patreon.com and uh, uh, look up our podcast there. It's uh, called Something in the Water, the Deep End. And uh, all you have to do is yeah. hit a subscribe button. It'll walk you through everything. It's not but $5 per month. You can watch it once and turn it off. Baby. Turn it off. Kill it. You, you're not obligated to buy a long term. Pull up on us. But we do have we do have some very supportive uh, patrons on Patreon. They've been with us for a good long while now, and like we said earlier, we're fixing to throw some rewards at them. So if you want to get involved there, come on. And uh, from Sean Clark, Connor Griffin. And Uncle Dave Griffin, peace. And Axel Grease. <laughs> Yeah.
Hey.